Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Where are we going? I don't know. How are we getting there? Come on, let's go. It's David Haynes. Magical Movie Hour. Say hello to my little friend. You're listening to Dragon Radio. This is Dave and Hans Magical Movie Hour. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Dave and Hans here on KMSC Dragon Radio. How's your day going, Dave? It's going all right. I'm definitely hyped for another uh, installment of our show, and I we got a couple interesting things in the news so i'm hyped to be here yeah me too dude it's definitely been a busy week for me and this is a good way to just end the week um definitely i miss this over winter break i didn't have the opportunity to like do anything so yeah this is fun it's good to get back into my routine routine here definitely yes so yeah with that being said let's hit the news All right, Dave, what do we got? Okay, so uh, the first bit of news that I saw that I wanted to put in here, I wasn't too happy about because No Time to Die has been delayed again and it'll be released maybe, kind of, I don't know, on October of this year. But who knows at this point? Maybe it'll come out when we're all dead or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. It maybe just... it'll come out in 2099 at this point. It's like it keeps being delayed and delayed and delayed. It's like, it's, it's, honestly, it's a joke at this point. It's yeah. Because it's been delayed five times already. It just keeps getting pushed back and back and back. It's like, at this point, it's kind of losing hype for me because it's just been delayed so much. I'm ready for it to just go straight to the streaming services <laughs> and avoid the theaters but i see what they're doing here you know what? you make something this big like you're intended it for the theater release mm-hmm. to like skip over that so i guess we'll see what happens i don't know it's just so infuriating that it sits on the shelf for so long because we know it's done yeah we know there's nothing being filmed or anything no. it's done it's the rough cuts done it's final they're ready to release it but covid it just keeps on doing its thing and pushing yep. it out further. Grinds my gears. In a couple months' time, COVID will be among us for a whole year. Oh, yeah. that That's right. When did yeah. it start again? Uh, it really started February? to spread in late February, but it really it really t- took its hold in March. Yep. So. That's when all the schools were shut down. Let's say uh, March. Yep, March. I remember that. We were on spring break, and then... Yeah, it never yep. came back. It got extended another, like, week or two, yeah, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was disappointing. Well, at the time, I was like, ooh, another week. But then, really, I did not know that we would not be coming back. And that was disappointing when well, I found that news out. I kind of knew what was going to happen. I was like, yep, we're we're not going to go back. Yeah, but... Oh, well, and we're back it, now. Yep, definitely. Better than ever. No, yep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully, we get um, this COVID thing kicked in the butt, though, so we can... Go back to normal, but yeah, we'll see. Okay, well, all I have to say about that. So, next piece of news 
Warner Brothers is developing a Willy Wonka prequel to be released in 2023. Some guy called Paul King is set to direct. <laughs> a Willy Wonka what? Sequel? Prequel? Yep. Bro, didn't they go over that in the new remake, though? His dad's like a dentist, and then, like, Count Dooku. Yep. And then he No gets... son of mine would be a chocolate tear. Yeah, and then he, like, kicks him out of the house or something, and then he, like, walks through a museum or something. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that should actually be kind of interesting. I'm kind of hyped. The funny thing about uh, that film is when uh, Willy Wonka came back, the whole house was gone. He just... Yeah, he... <laughs> He picked it up and Chris, moved it. Yeah, Christopher Lee somehow transported away <laughs> the whole house. He's like, I'm getting out of here. Just digs it up and like puts it on a flatbed truck. And yeah, just that, hauls it out. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know you how that's the monster possible. House. But yeah. Um, just so you know, if you wish to come back, I will not be here. And then actually legitimately lifts his house and, yep. mo- and just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's supposed to be like a sad moment, but I always crack up when I see that. <laughs> Because how, how does how does that even work? I don't know. But, it's Tim it, Burton, man. Yeah. Um. The only bummer, though, is if it goes to, like, a streaming service, which streaming service is it going to be now? Because everyone uh, has Max. their own. So they got, like, they got Paramount Plus now and mm-hmm. Peacock Plus, and it's like, come on, guys. What's with all the Plus? I, I know. I, I think that's kind, of, that's kind of a funny trend. It's like all these streaming Disney services Plus. have, like, a, you got your, name, your name here, Plus. Yeah, dude. I I don't know. It's just a big money pit. I technically, well, right now I just stick to I right, Hulu, Spotify, Netflix, and then Showtime and Hulu come with my Spotify. Mm-hmm. So that's all I stick to. And Amazon, of course. Yeah. But I haven't adapted to the new stuff yet. What really surprises me about this announcement for a Willy Wonka prequel is that it's not going off of any source material. Really? Road Dahl actually wrote a second book after. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. What, what was that I think that it was about? called Charlie and the... Tr- something about with a glass elevator. Oh, okay. Well, let me look up the official title. Yeah, go for it. See, I really liked that, um, the remake. I did like the old Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because it mm-hmm. was just a good time. Gene Wilder's but, great in that movie. Yeah, he is. But the, the new Charlie and Chocolate Factory... I love it. That was iconic for me as a kid, but I don't know how they could proceed forward with a story from that. I don't know. Okay, the title for that second book was Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Oh, yeah. So why don't they make that into a film? Why do they have to, oh, we have to make this prequel. What's the prequel going to be about? Like the Willy Wonka? It's probably going to be Willy Wonka. Okay. You don't need a a, a prequel to understand the character because it's like we already know everything we need to know about Willy Wonka it's 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 been explained in the 2005 yeah, it goes, version it goes over it and in the 77 version as it's well it's not like it's skimped on it kind of no. like it gives you the story like his dad physically picks up the house and leaves exactly <laughs> like Whoops. I don't know if I don't know what's gonna go on there but whatever I'm excited I will watch it sounds hype but... I I'd rather watch an adaptation of the glass elevator yeah, that would be a good one. I don't know what Continue that's the story. about. Don't backtrack. Because I've never read the book. Me neither. But I'd be excited to see what that one's about too. So, I'm I'm just gonna watch it either way. Sounds interesting because mm-hmm. I I kind of want to see if they do the house thing again where they just pick <laughs> up and leave. I'd be so hyped to see that. All right. Okay. So, moving on. In a new teaser 
uh, clip released uh, released recently for the film, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, the King Kong character, likely to be on the human side of things in that movie. Uh, will King Kong be more of a on the protagonist's side than being like an antagonist and destroying the city? Okay. Have you seen that short clip that was released? No, I have not, actually. All right, so I still have to check that out. I think it's about some woman who touches Kong, like he kind of bends down and with his face on, and then she kind of pets him a little bit. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not really excited about this movie. I just thought it would be worth mentioning. I haven't actually seen any, like, King Kong movies except for when I was, like, really young. I saw, like, one of them, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember too much, so, I mean... Sounds cool. I've only seen the Peter Jackson one. Okay. Uh, I don't know. With these films, they focus way too much on the humans. It should be on these uh the creatures. Okay. Because I saw Kong Skull Island. That was a mess. Yeah, my friend saw that one. He really liked it. No, he did. So he's like, you should watch it, but I never did because no, no, I didn't want to pay for it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was... I don't know. It's just... Uh, it's a, it was a messy film, and it really didn't it didn't live up to the potential it, it had. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That's good to know, so I don't waste my money on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Christopher Nolan might not make his next film at Warner Brothers following his critique of the HBO Max streaming service. So, so that, that's a bit of uh, that's a bit of news because I think Nolan's made the majority of his movies under Warner Brothers. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then he now he's settling in a break from the studio. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if his contract's up or something and he's trying to get out from that. Hmm. I don't know. Or what? I don't know. But uh, another studio will be happy to have him, I yeah. guess. Uh, it just really goes back to that argument that those filmmakers had about uh, releasing the... not. Because they don't want to have their films released on a streaming service, they would re- much rather have it on in theaters. Yeah. And of course, all these uh, production companies are just dumping their stuff onto streaming services where you have to pay five or six dollars, and all of a sudden, like with all these films, you have to pick and choose. And then it's like two, all of a sudden you have a hundred dollar bill in the mail. Yeah, but at least they're not doing what Disney did when they released Mulan and making it an extra charge onto that monthly fee, because that's dumb, man. Thirty bucks to like watch the movie to rent it. It's not even to, like own it or anything. Mulan isn't Mulan that from and from what I've heard, they should have just. It should have been like a free. Th- it should have been like a discount to watch that movie. Yeah, from what I've heard. <laughs> They pay you the month to watch yep. it. We'll pay you to watch it. Please, yeah. just watch it. No, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that, but at least... Why do they charge so much to rent it? I mean, it's like, that's... For, for like, a, a film, Uh, if you went to the theater, like, during normal times, it would be, like... The most expensive would be probably, be like, $18. Yeah. That's even you, more. It's like, um, what is Disney doing? I am, I am sick of what they're doing. Gosh. Well, this isn't Disney, but... Oh, that's um, Disney Plus, though. No, this is what I'm, oh, I'm going to say isn't Disney, but I wanted to see the movie Freaky when it came out in the mm-hmm. theater, but um, there's no theaters that showed it, and to rent it was 25 bucks. I was like, it's just me. It's like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm not going to pay 25 bucks to borrow it for 48 hours. It's like, like I'll rent it for five. Because <laughs> that's how much it would cost if I went to the movie theater. <coughs> uh 
what what was this freaky um freaky's the one where it's like it's made by the people who did happy death day the girl that's stuck in the endless loop mm-hmm. on her birthday yeah so i wanted to see i want to see their new movie and i never did so we'll see if that comes out to a streaming service so i can actually watch it okay yeah we'll see what happens yep Last thing I have uh, here, well, while in production of the Avatar sequels, Kate Winslet has recently admitted that she lost track of what film she was acting in. Uh, Cameron, of course, is filming the those projects simultaneously. Whoa. What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I believe James Cameron was filming like two and three together, and then he's filming four and five together. Okay. Sounds like a lot of work. Oh, it is. <laughs> They've been at it for so many years, though. And what movie was that again? Those a- the Avatar Okay, films. yeah, yeah. Those ones, they're crazy, dude. They're, they must just be in, like, one green room or, like, blue room or whatever. I guess so. In, like, some weird ball suits. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, like, literally the whole movie is, like, just futuristic looking. Mm-hmm. So... I, I've always wondered why there's going to be five Avatar movies. Yeah, I know. I think they should end it at one because, like, how can you go on from there? They they succeeded. They got the people off the planet. Jake yeah. Jake is the blue person. Um, and, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't know where that story is going, but Cameron obviously knows. That he, he has a vision for those films, and we'll just see him play out. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'll still watch them. They sound mm-hmm. kind of dope, and I mean, the first one looked re- was really good, and it looked good. So and again, uh, the re- the release dates uh, are becoming a joke now. Yeah, it keeps getting pushed back and back and back. It's becoming no time to die. My pass up Avatar <laughs> <laughs> at this rate. Yeah, it's had five delays, so I guess they're trying to see who wins that competition of. Mm. Um, uh, of who can delay their film the most. Yeah, seriously. We've delayed it five times. Oh, man, we got... And then it's like the James Bond producers get on the phone. Hello? Yeah, it's Cameron. We've just delayed our film. We've delayed it five, five times now. Checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see uh, the broccoli just went, oh, what do we do? Oh, we got... We'll just use COVID as a cover. And then we'll just... We'll just say that because of that. We'll just delay the film again. Oh, yeah, that'll work. And then we'll catch up with Cameron. What's that? <laughs> there we go, yeah. David, you made it funny. <laughs> but yeah, that, I feel like that's what they're doing. They're racing to see who mm-hmm. can wait the longest to release their movie mm-hmm. here. <laughs> and then we'll, they're just seeing uh, which one will break first. Yeah. Like, who's and then Cameron's just, he's just sitting on his pile of cash. Like, he just, he's made a chair out of his cash. It's like, I, got, I can wait all day, you know. I've been winning since 2009. Like, I got the impa- I got the patience of the water. He's like, you know what? Nobody even needs to see my movies. I can just watch them myself. <laughs> he's waiting <laughs> yeah. them out. Yep. Oh, my. Well, Dave, That's is that all, all yep. you got? All right. Well, guys, you're listening to Dave and Haynes here on KMSC Dragon Radio. Stay tuned. After this song, we got our movie of the week, Time Bandits. That's right. And... Yeah, it's going to be pretty lit. Adios for now. Hey, guys. Welcome back to David Haynes' Magical Movie Hour on KMSC 
Dragon Radio. What's up? 1500 AM. <laughs> Don't interrupt, interrupt me while I'm doing the introduction. For... I'm just trolling. That's right. All right. Anyways, David, what do we got for our movie of the week? So for our movie of the week, it's one of your favorites. Uh, yes. Time Bandits. Uh, directed go. by Terry Gilliam. And it's it features John Cleese and Sean Connery in supporting roles. Uh-huh. And has a little, lot of little guys in there. Here, I'll put a single air horn for hype. All right. Here, here. Yep, there we go. All right, that's all it needed because it's already hype. <clears throat> anyway, shout to Peyton for mm-hmm. um, delivering this beautiful beast of a film my way and showing me it. Because without him, I probably never would have found this on my own. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, good recommendation. Uh, so... Since this is one of your favorites, uh, why, why is it one of your favorite films? You know, I tend to just like really weird, goofy films like that. And it's kind of like, well, it's kind of like Monty Python, but not really. It's different comedy and stuff, but it's like kind of like weird like that, you know. It's got like an interesting story and I like a sense of adventure in my films. And that one, like the whole film is an adventure and you're just following these little people and like this kid as they run from the um what they call them the great being or something and ultimate being yeah they all yeah and it's just a fun time and there's lots of little laughs and like what the heck moments in there and like dang so it's a good time i personally really love it because it's just got that weird factor in it and i don't know what do you think dave well, I think it's a very it's a good movie. I don't think I don't think of it as highly as you do. Yeah, it's okay. Uh just the uh what I thought was the main thing I didn't like about it was those uh little guys because they got they got on my nerves sometimes. Okay. Just with um how they treated history and like they um I don't know it's just those just what they were what they were saying that's like their their main intention is just to get rich and that's it. Yeah, dude. And, Why not? And I liked I liked the kid better. It's like he actually wanted to stay and like study everything. It's like, oh look at this, it's Napoleon. Yeah, whatever, kid, just grab the treasure. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time though. You gotta get rich somehow. And what another thing uh, that really I think uh, really holds the film back is that they is um it doesn't really develop like each time period as it should. Okay. It's like we're barely in here, and then once you get accustomed to everything, oh let's go into this place, and it's like when you're in for example ancient greece or when on the titanic or just these settings it's like you barely have time to get established in them and it's like oh yeah we have to jump over here now yeah that's a valid point but i mean it's just a fun movie about time well thieves international international time thieves so i mean they did (coughs) what they did but i mean i see what you're saying it's a valid point Mm -hmm. It could, it might, maybe would have made the movie a little stronger in that sense, but. Yeah, maybe cut out like two or three of those settings that didn't necessarily work. And then it's like, then you would have less, but it's like they would be stronger. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying. So instead of having like, how many different time periods did they jump through? Okay, let's know? see here. They went to Napoleon. Mm-hmm. So France. Um, They went to the medieval times. They went to. Greece, they went to the Titanic, 
And then they went into like some goofy universe. Mm-hmm. And that five. Okay, so if they cut out that part with like the mysterious time period, which I don't think was that strong. Which one? The 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 later one before the climax. You know, oh. the, the, the giant. Oh yeah. Okay, so then you cut that down to four. Uh, Greece, that's got to stay in there. Uh, Napoleon, that was fine. Titanic cut that out. That wasn't short anyways. So then you got Greece uh, with Napoleon and then with Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, yeah. So with those three, I think that would have been much better than, like, if those were, like, maybe five to ten minutes longer. Yeah. Each of those segments, then it's, like, I think the film would be better off than with the... the, uh, cutting like those uh two extra time periods i don't know that's this is my opinion yeah well personally i love the film i don't really care what anyone says about if they don't love it but i love it um it's a good time um you just gotta look at like it's a crazy movie so let's just watch it oh it is crazy (laughs) and yeah i love it there's nothing much to like critique in my eyes for Mm -hmm. it but I see what you are saying, where if you cut those down, add a little bit more context to each one, it maybe would have helped the story a little bit more, in a way, and yeah. got rid of some of those slower ones, yeah. where it's like, they're not there long. I see what you're saying, like, it's okay. a valid point, and like, I acknowledge it, and mm-hmm. if there was that version of the movie, it'd be interesting to see how much different it looks and feels compared to the original, but... Yeah. But you would still prefer, like, the original and it's the way it is, right? I mean, it depends because, like, the way you, like, the one you were talking about, I mean, that one could be better than the original, you know. But, I mean, right now, I'd say the original is best. All right. I respect that, yeah. Uh, I also love the uh, the best part of the film for me was with Sean Connery as King Agamemnon uh, in that ancient Greece setting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, just the connection that he had with the kid. What was, what was the kid's name? The kid's name. Yeah. This, this kid was the main character of the film, by the way. Yes, mm-hmm. he was. But his name isn't mentioned a ton. So I actually got to Google this one. Oh, I see. Give me like one second. That's right. I'll stall for you. Yeah, do it. Anyways, uh, I guess I'll just say what I liked. I just that, that connection between those two characters and then the setting because actually uh connery's character like he takes the kid in oh, as, yeah. as his adoptive son kevin kevin yeah right, simple okay. it's very simple yeah. i don't know why i couldn't remember that but i i, ju- I just couldn't but that's his name mm-hmm. yeah so kevin thanks um so i liked that connect as i said i like that connection between those characters and then also, the setting. Uh, I feel like if if uh, the whole film was set in that period of time, that would have been really cool to see, too. Yeah. What time? Ancient Greece. Oh, yeah. That would have been pretty sweet. Sorry, I just saw this random website. Oh, that's that right. It said fun, 15 fun facts about time bandits. Uh, do you care to share a few of those facts? Um, I honestly, like, not that fun. Oh. I just thought... I think I've got one. Um, So, originally in the script, I, re- I read this on in an article after I watched the film. Uh, they they didn't think they were going to get Sean Connery it for the film. 
uh, but in the script they they had it written in where it's like uh, when Agamemnon he takes off his helmet. The script said some guy like Sean Connery or some of his, somebody of his stature removes the helmet. It was just meant to be a joke, and then it's like I think one of the producers was playing golf with him. He's like, "Hey, Sean, are you up for this?" Sure, I'm up. I'm always up for time. I love the script script for time balance. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, here's a fun fact. There's been talk about a sequel since 1996. Really? Two drafts of the script for Time Bandits 2 were written. And then in 2001, the Hallmark Channel oh, no. announced it was bringing the movie back as a four-hour <laughs> miniseries, but nothing <laughs> ever came of it. Hallmark two- doing Time Bandits? I know. In 2006, there's talk the story continuing in a comic book from On the Same Day... That the proposed comic book publisher, uh, hold on, still looking. Sure. Um, they basically just like were like psych. <laughs> <laughs> so. Troubled history. Yep. So almost time band. It's two miniseries by uh, Hallmark Channel, which makes those really bad Christmas movies that everyone's moms love. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because I do not know if I would have the same respect if they turned out how their Christmas movies did. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I love Time Bandits, but I don't know if you could make a second one, really. I don't know. Uh, Are there there scripts available online? Maybe. I should look. Time Bandits 2 script. Wouldn't it be interesting if we like did like a, a like an, a reading on 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 air of the of that script, the Time Bandits too. Yeah, that'd be yeah, funny. Yeah, let's see here. I'm gonna look at it quick. Um, David, just yeah, I'll I'll, just I'll try to talk do about what you liked again. Uh, and I like I don't know I just I liked the sense of humor. Uh, the direction is strong. I also like the look of the film. It's you can tell they had a pretty good budget behind it. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it you can see money's been spent in areas. The cinematography is pretty strong. Uh, I also really like the climax at the end too. It's like with all these uh, all the all these uh, forces from all these different time, times uh, show up at the end to battle uh, the the main antagonist. That was that was pretty cool. And then, of course, the ending is very uh, Monty Python, if I might say so. Just out of nowhere, uh, you're left scratching your head and like just in an absolute shock of what's happened. That's that I had the same feeling with the Holy Grail and how that ended, uh, where it's like uh, the, the ending just jumps out at you and you're like, uh, "Okay, what? <laughs> what? What just happened? Why? It's the movie's over." Okay. okay. All uh, I I'm have... in denial. Sorry. Yeah. All I got to say is I looked it up and I can't find like a PDF to download, but on oh. eBay. On eBay. There's a $20 for 20 bucks you can get the unproduced Time Bandits 2 script. I wouldn't trust eBay on that. Yeah. I mean, it, it has a picture of the script it says Time Bandits 2. Well, I I'm just going to say this anybody with a computer and Microsoft Word can just go I know. Time Bandits 2. And then put a picture of it on yeah. eBay. I found the original Time Bandit script though on nice. e- for download, so it's downloading. Cause why not? Yeah, why not? Um, 
But yeah, I should keep looking because maybe I'll be able to at least find something. Mm-hmm. But okay, I I gotta mention the character Randall. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have so much hate for Randall. I, I do. Might as well give you a hot take. You give me the hot take. All right, what do you got about Randall? I don't know he just—he's not a very nice guy, to be honest. <laughs> he's kind of a—he's uh, kind of a what? A dick. Ooh, yeah, he definitely is. I gotta agree with that. Selfish. It's just—it's like he's—he's he's very selfish. It's like. He only cares about the money. He doesn't care about the other guys in his group. It's like everybody has to do what he says too. Yep. They all get in trouble because of that. Because of that dweeb. Yeah, seriously, they probably wouldn't have been thrown into any of those situations if it wasn't for Randall. Yeah, I was watching this with you, and I was like, I would just love to take him and just dunk his head into a toilet or something. My <laughs> God. <laughs> Hold him upside down and shake his pockets out yep. for loose he, change. Because he puts puts everybody through so much pain. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. Yeah. Poor Kevin. He just wants to do his own thing. And then Randall just comes in here and, like, ruins his Kevin's life. Kevin's out here trying to, like, analyze history. Yep. Randall's like, let's go and get some money. And even the guys in this group are like, Randall, what are you doing? Yeah, seriously. Like he, I, he doesn't really have any sympathy for his for his friends either. No, he's he's kind of heartless in that way. But what a man! No, no, <laughs> uh, he's half of one. Okay, <laughs> figuratively and literally. I don't know. I just uh, had to get 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 that off my chest about dear Randall. Yeah, Randall's a interesting guy. Yeah, and uh. And the film has a fascination with uh, uh, products and uh, microwaves and all that. Yeah, it does. I don't know why it has that fascination with it, but... I suppose it's trying to say something about uh, commercialism and how people like just eat up those products because they look cool on TV or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I was, we kind of talked about that in mass media when I was in that class. and Yeah, I see what you're saying. Works with the film, I guess. Oh, it does. Especially the ending. <laughs> yeah, the ending. I don't. I don't want to spoil it since this is like a uncommon movie. It's super uncommon. You can't yeah. find it anywhere to like watch unless you buy it or down or rent it. So. Yeah, you have a Criterion too, right? Yeah, because that's the only way you can buy the physical copy is if it's a Criterion. So. Nice. So yeah. I mean, I'd recommend it. Uh, personally, I'd say it's a three point three point five or three and a half out of or four. That's the range out of five. Oh, I thought for you, me. it was a five for your. It used to be. Um, I'd say it's a okay. I'd say it's more four. Okay. Four or five. I don't know where he's going with that. Cause I, cause I don't know. I was like, I was thinking like I thought he, put put this as a five, then it's like it's a four. I don't know. So you, Say it's a four. I go okay. out some days. I can see past how great it is and make it a four. I guess I go four or five. I'm very indecisive here. So it's kind of like um, it depends on what mood you're in or something yes. when you watch it? Yes. Right oh, now okay. it's a four. Gotcha. I love it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a very unique film. I'll give it that. Yes. And I, I would watch it again. It's definitely not a one-time watch. Yeah, you have to kind of watch it again to yeah. pick up on things. So, 
that's what I have about mm-hmm. that. Uh, if we're going rating, I would give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. Uh, I really like the the, the the sense of humor, the comedy that's in there. It definitely has pretty some pretty good jokes in there. Uh, yeah, I like the, <clears throat> the just the characters that they selected to feature in that. You know, you got Robin Hood, you've got um, Agamemnon. I can say it sometimes. Not not hundred percent of the time, and then you've you've got of course Napoleon. Yep. I just like little things hitting each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's Napoleon's sense of humor. Yep. Throughout the film. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's a very unique film. So. It is. It's something you don't sleep on. You no. gotta watch it. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um. But yeah, I oh, mean. I want to wa- ask one more thing. Yeah, go for it. Uh, on the criterion, what special features are on there? You know, um, I haven't had yet to like look through them, but I know there's a commentary. I think there's a making of too. Nice. Um, there's one. I think there's a couple more things, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Maybe like a trailer, mm-hmm. or like, um, I don't know. I think that's what it's got. I haven't looked at them yet, actually. I just watched the movie, so. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't. I know there's a commentary for sure because we talked about this when we watched it. So mm-hmm. I think it's just like some actors, though. R- uh, not and, the director. And, like, and there's like a. I want to say there's like um. Not I don't know if the director's on it because it doesn't say the commentary is with it on the back, but it just lists a few names and then it says like actors. So I mean, it may have like a producer or something on it or. Mm. Something like that. I don't know. I'd have to look at it closer again. But I'd say it's worth it. It was only like... If you get... When the Criterion sale happens, it's worth 20 bucks, I guess. In my opinion. (laughs) But I don't know about you. I don't know. I don't don't think I would get the Criterion for this. Okay. I mean, it's solid, but it's the only way to watch it. get it? Okay. Yeah, because they don't make it any other way. So, Not even on DVD? No, they don't have it. Oh, it's wow. just the Criterion DVD or the Criterion Blu-ray. 20 bucks either way, so... Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's why I got it. Otherwise, I would have probably got the regular Blu-ray if, if they had one, but they don't. So, that's it. Well, that's all I have for that, so I guess we can move into break now. All right, guys. I just want to... Thank you for tuning to yep. Dave and Haynes here. When you come back, we will be talking about um, our favorite movies with time travel. That's and right. we'll see you guys when you get back from the song. What is up, guys? Uh, some technical difficulties there with me and Dave just mm. chilling in here. Got vibing too hard and clicked the game time button by accident. But that is okay because we are back here to talk about time travel movies. That's right. So, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> Um, all right dave well uh you know there's a whole bunch of time travel movies that were made uh i I guess the most recent one on everybody's mind is probably of course avengers endgame yes endgame person what's your take on endgame well it's probably one of the best mcu films that there is uh i i liked it um yeah um and uh i lost my train of thought there hold on a second uh the time travel itself uh, was interesting because I, I can't really remember 
what uh, time travel uh, method that they used or... They had that big teleporter thing they went it through, right? Yes, uh, but they had a... It was like a the, the rules that they set for time travel was a little different than yeah, what people are used to. Yeah, standard. What was different about it? I'm trying to remember what... Because I know there was like some rule or it's like if you change the the past would it affect the future there wouldn't be like an alternate timeline it's like everything like stayed in that same timeline they didn't split into like yeah. alternate versions yeah I, I know what you're saying I don't know I, I can't really remember I haven't exactly. I haven't seen it since the theater so okay. I do not remember it off the top of my head um but yeah I know what you're saying they they did have a little bit different um rules for it but personally i i enjoyed endgame i think that's where the mcu universe should ended because it was a most epic ending for everyone yeah everything was fulfilled but no they're continuing to keep making more movies so that's right um yeah i enjoyed endgame i thought the time they didn't do a lot of time travel but for mm -hmm. what it was i guess it was good i i liked it uh there was a bit of a a continuity issue when it's like they were talking about how uh if you affect the past it also the future it's like and then uh for example i'm trying to think of an example so in endgame uh time travel logic if there's a cup of coffee sitting on a desk in like 1999 that's about to be drunken by the president if you take that away and then going to into the future the president would have never drank that coffee so when Captain America went back in time and he stayed it t stayed in time, uh, wouldn't it be in that logic that he would have never joined the Avengers in the modern, in like t the 2010s? Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I feel, I feel what you're saying. I feel like the whole timeline would have been a lot different than he shouldn't have done that, but... A bit of a mistake, but it's forgivable since it was like at the end. Yeah, I was the... <laughs> I got the midday yawns, but yeah, it was in the it was in the ending of the movie, I guess, and it was all like sappy. It was like he finally yeah. got his dance, but mm -hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like it would have messed things up, but whatever. Yeah, they kind of like switched up the rules at the very end. Well, I mean, I guess the one that froze into the ice would have got frozen into the ice, and he still would have been there, right? I don't know. And so then, there's two of them well, at the same time? Okay, well, see, that's where time travel is confusing me right now with this. Because he would have been frozen in that ice. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like the logic would be that he just, like, throws it out there where he's located, you know? Mm -hmm. And then they get him, and then time continues forward that way. But then at the same time, he's dancing with her. Yeah. So how can you be frozen in the ice? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works exactly. Yeah, I don't know. They it was confusing, but oh well. I think the best uh, time travel movies are ones that's like explain the rules and then stick to them. Yeah. And it's, they're usually very simple and easy to explain, like Back to the Future. 
Yes, I love Back to the Future. That one's probably like my that's like the most iconic time travel movie yes, but it it's my second favorite time travel movie with time bandits being uh, first yeah obviously it's, <laughs> it's a goofy fun time but i love back to the future i got the blu-ray set because it's a must and i actually have the dvd set somewhere because mm-hmm. that's what i had before the blu-ray so i love back to the future i used to binge watch all of them all the time in middle school because that nice. was the type of kid i was i loved back to the future yes I, I i do as well they're great films i think everybody loves those movies yeah uh the first two i think are probably the best ones the and when it comes to time travel third one it sticks to the old west mo- the wild west most of the time yeah uh so that's why i think uh, personally back to the future 2 is my my favorite one yeah, that one's a great one. I ha- no offense. I hate the third one. Okay. Well, I like. That's all right. <laughs> I love. Um, the first one has a lot of details in it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when he goes back in time and he hits the tree, and then like the mall turns from twin pines to lone pine, and then there's that whole conspiracy theory about it predicting nine eleven and oh, yeah. all that. Didn't I show you the video last year on oh, yeah. the projector? <laughs> Yeah, everyone was like tripping, but I was like, yeah, that that is a theory out there, conspiracy theory. But um, yeah, if you guys are interested in that, just Google, go on YouTube and Google "Back to the Future Predicts 9/11," and it's it's a big video. So yeah, it, there's actually a lot of points in there where it makes sense. Like, for example, when he leaves in the first one, he makes the 99 um, or nine. Okay. So there's a sign that's shaped like a nine. That's what it is. And then there's two fire lines. So it looks like a nine eleven. Yeah, there's hidden things all over okay. in that movie. <laughs> so it's weird. It's it's definitely an interesting conspiracy theory. And um, but I'd say personally, I feel like number two is a great time. But I've still loved number one. And yeah. I would say another midday yawn. Can't get away. But I'd say number one is my all time favorite. Gotcha. Yeah, I like the the first first one as well. Just uh, two. There's a lot. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens that I love. And then they, of course, revisit the first movie yep. at the end. That's second. nice. And then the intense ending where he's like um, facing down Biff in the the tunnel. Oh yeah, I remember that. In the hoverboard. Yikes! That one freaks me out. <laughs> And then Doc gets shocked by lightning and gone. He's gone. It's out of there. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, So, what are some other time travel movies that you like or have seen? Um, Another, I don't know a whole lot, actually. I haven't really, like, watched a ton, but I would say the, I know Harry Potter. I just watched that, Prisoner of Azkaban or whatever. Yeah, Azkaban. Um, that one has time travel in it, and I think it works out pretty well how they do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I mean, it's good. I like it. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, they, of course, had the time turner in that film. That's how they, they didn't have a flux capacitor, so they had to do with a time turner. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. How do you remember that? I've seen it en- en- enough times where I, I know what the the devices are i guess i only watched it once and you've probably seen it at least four times so i i have lost track of how many times i've seen it yeah so 
There you go. <laughs> um, okay, I, I, have, else. I, of course, have to plug Star Trek. Uh, first Contact, uh, they go back in time and where the, where the humans meet the Vulcans for the first time in 2063. Okay. Uh, so that was, that was a fun film. And then, of course, The Voyage Home. The crew of the Enterprise goes back into time to 1986. But they have to rescue two humpback whales and bring it to the future. Yeah. Uh, That's very cool. Yeah. They're definitely a... Probably, I, th- I like how Star Trek sometimes uses time travel for their stories, and then they usually find some fun, and it's usually pretty good, too. I have not seen it yet. I will find time to watch um, the one you recommended me on mm-hmm. that I found on Hulu. Um we haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited to see how that is. Yeah, they're, they're fun films, definitely. You should check them out. Yep, I told you my buddy Josh, shout again to Josh. Um, his basement, you'd love it. It's got Star Trek all over it. Nice. It's dope, lots of little action figures and models, and it's cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. I'll have to take a picture next time I'm there and show you <laughs> or something. But, yeah. Um... Sounds like a wise man. I think it's his dad's collection, but yes. Oh. But it's a very smart move, though. Okay. <laughs> Personally, I can't, well, I mean, I can't judge between them, but I'm big into Star Wars, if that counts. Star Wars? Yes. <laughs> I forgot what that was. What is that again? Oh, come on, man. My boy, George Luker. Oh. But yeah. Okay. Uh, I wrote down a couple other... Uh, films as well uh terminator obviously that's oh yeah judgment day in the first one yeah yeah uh, where it's like they obviously the uh terminators are sent back from the future 2020 is that one no it's just joking oh (laughs) (laughs) and then uh it's like they have to yeah there's the usually the, the, the protector and then the terminator who comes back into the past yeah, let me Google quick and see what other ones I'm forgetting. I feel like there's more out there that I've seen. Dude, I should get the Jeopardy sound for when Google. when we got to Google something. You're not going to start harming the theme of Jeopardy, are you? There's one time travel film that's very unique to all the others. It's like it doesn't really use any sci-fi uh, with the, uh, the usual sci-fi machines or the methods uh, that would be somewhere in time where it's more on the mental side or it's like if you if you believe hard enough uh and you think that you're in this different time period eventually you will be in that time period yeah. if you if you think about it hard enough and then if you put and if you place your mind into a state of uh, of it's like i am in you know like 19 something and then it's like you will be in that time your yeah. mind is able to do it um, convince itself that it was there mm-hmm. uh, of course that was in a great film uh one of my favorites uh, it's called somewhere in time with uh christopher reeve and jane seymour okay um interstellar has some time travel i've seen that one a long time ago that one um i was just very like lost i don't know during it, I was like confused so yeah. That one, I should watch it again. It's been a long time, but yeah. So that one 
I was like, eh, it's like a three out of five for me. It wasn't okay. too bad. Um, I don't know if you've seen Project Almanac. That was that no. teen flick movie, like back in 2015. No, I, I did I not watch it. I didn't watch that one, but that's time travel, and I recognize it. Um, I had when I was working at the movie theater. I the Disney A Wrinkle in Time came out. I saw that one. That one wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Oh, that's time travel. Yeah, that one had that one's about time travel. Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> what a what in Hot Tub Time Machine too, of course. What a great movie. Of course. A great set of movies. Um, Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell. That one. What an iconic movie. Have you seen the Flashpoint Paradox, the animated one? I have. Yeah, I like that. That one's good. Um, let's see here. What else? I knew I was forgetting some. Like. Dang, it's freaking like all of these. Um, uh, anything else? Hold on, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry, still looking. There's a lot. Yeah, there well, is. Well, yeah, I think that's about it. I haven't really seen anything that I'm like, oh, I've seen it. Um, I guess Arrival says there's time travel, but I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that, that one yet. No. So that one will have to be for another time. Yeah. But with that being said... Dave, you got any personal projects you're working on or want to share about right now? Update for your projects? Uh, I guess for me personally, I finished writing a, a script for a short film I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, you told me about that one a couple times. Mm-hmm. I'm very hyped to see how it turns out. I'll keep it under wraps. It's not like a huge project or anything. It's just a little thing that I want to do. Yeah. Well, how about you? What do you got going on in it? You were telling me about a, a few short films. Uh, are you making some progress? Uh, personally, I have not made any direct progress. But okay. um, So I got two I'm working on. I, I don't really want to share the ideas yet because I haven't written anything out. And I just feel weird because whenever I share ideas like this, I feel like somebody always steals my idea. So oh. until I get it listed out, I'm going to hold back on saying it but i got two short films planned i have a feature length possibly planned it's that one i will talk about because nobody can steal my idea because mm -hmm. it's my movie series yeah but i want to make a origin story for the flash um for my character snow zone because he just shows up and you know nothing about him so i was thinking about making a whole story behind his character because, you know, it'd be interesting to see how he gets there. And then the ending of the movie would be the same beginning. Okay, it'd be like the beginning of the original, like the Flash series. So it'd be like one continuous thing. You Eventually, maybe I'll make it into one movie, you know. But That'd be neat, yeah. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. But yeah, so that's my big project. And then a small project is the two-year anniversary is coming up on the short film i made the flash so potentially i might be doing a commentary just like going over things about that movie fun facts like what we did for some of those things and like little tidbits so yeah that that's kind of what i'm working on right now but i'm kind of caught up with school right now so that's kind of priority yeah lots of stuff sorry dave i see you over there being like no, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm excited for everything that's gonna happen, especially for the uh, Snow Zone film. Yeah, I'm hyped about that. It's definitely a great idea that 
I can't wait to see on the big screen. The big screen, that That's is, definitely, right? Yeah. Yep. The widescreen aspect ratio. Yes. It's going to be a great time. I'm excited, but... Yeah, and you're going to star and direct as I well, will, right? I will direct and star in it. I do not know who I'm going to have be the camera person, mm -hmm. but the camera effects are going to be... I'm going to have to work with whoever's the DP on this because, mm -hmm. like, some of this, like, superhero effects is crazy. So it's a lot of camera work. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely going to edit this, too. And it's I'm hoping it'll look really good. I don't think mm -hmm. it's something I can tell in 15 minutes. So yeah. it's probably going to be on the longer end of the short films or feature length. So we'll see what happens. I'm just going to go with however much I have. I'm not going to try to pull it or stretch it out as long as I can, but yeah. So yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that one. And uh, with the script, you know, just uh just write it, write it out, uh write the story out. Yeah. So yeah, if you do that naturally, it's like there's it's not going to feel like it's going to be too long or too short or anything like that. Yeah. So should be a good time. Well, I think that's all the time we have, unless you have anything else you want to say. That's basically it. Uh, I'm going to take a nap after this, so that's it for me. Yeah, and I'm going to write a four-page paper. So oh, really? That, wow. Yep, because <laughs> it's due Monday. So, Oof. well, because we got peer review, but, I mean, you can upload any time. But you got to do three of them, and the earlier you submit, the more priority you get in picking. So, okay. Monday everyone <laughs> so that'll be what i'm working on the next couple days but we're glad you guys listen we hope to see you guys next week um with that being said i got this last song for you guys and then we'll roll the outro so thanks for listening and i'm glad you guys came out to listen yep, thank you the sun. thank you for tuning in to david and haynes magical movie hour our new air time now is from 2 30 to 3 30 every friday on KMSC Dragon Radio. We're also sponsored by Film Loop, which meets every Tuesday on Zoom. So, with that information, we must part ways, but we will return in one week. Thanks for listening!